In case you don't know, my name is Pastor Deborah. We're taught to say that in online seminars. So, and I do welcome everyone here, whether you're worshiping in person, online, or later on YouTube, or you're listening on SoundCloud. Today is the fourth Sunday of Easter. We're continuing in this Easter season. We continue to recognize the resurrected Christ. And as we prepare to look at today's passage of Psalm 23 and the theme of the caring shepherd, would you pray with me this prayer of illumination? God of light, open our hearts and minds by the power of your Holy Spirit, that as the scriptures are read and your word proclaimed, we may hear with joy what you have to say to us today. And all God's children say, Amen. Today's scripture passage is Psalm 23, and we are reading from the Common English Bible this morning. It's up on the screens. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He lets me rest in grassy meadows. He leads me to restful waters. He keeps me alive. He guides me in proper paths for the sake of his good name. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no danger because you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they protect me. You set a table for me right in front of my enemies. You bathe my head in oil. My cup is so full, it spills over. Yes, goodness and faithful love will pursue me all the days of my life, and I will live in the Lord's house as long as I live. The word of life. Thanks be to God. Now, Psalm 23 is most likely a very familiar psalm. Out of curiosity, how many of you are familiar with this psalm? Okay. All right. If you're watching online, and I cannot see your hand at this moment. You can type in the comment section, I'm familiar, I know this psalm. And then someone can say, hey, someone online. Because I can't check it while I'm doing this. Some pastors can. Some are so talented. They have it going and they're like, oh, well, so-and-so has asked for prayer. And they incorporate it. <laughs> That's not me. Now, if it's not familiar with you, by the way, no shame, no condemnation. Period. Not all of us grew up learning it or hearing it, nor did we all grow up in church. Fair enough, right? Whatever our experience of the psalm is, it's okay. But it's helpful to ask about the familiarity of it and the version because sometimes the version we're most familiar with it gives us an idea of our upbringing or background. For example, how many weren't really familiar with the version we use, the Common English Bible? Mm-hmm. 
Now, I grew up with the King James Version. How many also are more familiar with the King James Version of Psalm 23? Okay. That was the version in the prayer book in my upbringing. I grew up in the Episcopal Church, and in fact, it was probably back in the day, just a few years ago, that that was the common version back in a few years ago. So in my faith tradition, we learned it, and it was part of confirmation, and it's in my memory. So therefore, when I go to pray it, and still in funerals, that's the version that's shared. So let's see. Join me if you'd like to. I have it written because my memory is what it is. The King James Version. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Was that a little more familiar? How many were able to join in? Some? Quite a few? Yeah. It's amazing, isn't it? What sticks within us? If you ever run across someone who's having memory issues, go to the hymn book or Psalm 23. Just start reciting. You, you might be encouraged or amazed what comes out. Now, Psalm 23, no matter what version we use, reminds us that the shepherd is a caring shepherd who provides for us in our times of need, restoring our souls, allowing us rest, guiding us in proper paths, walking with us in times of darkness. As you reflect on this psalm, where do you find yourself with the caring shepherd today. Are you resting in green pastures or beside still waters? Do you sense God's leading on the right paths? Or do you recognize the Spirit's presence with you in the dark times. Wherever you are, or whatever you are experiencing, how is the caring shepherd with you? Or maybe the question is, how do you need the caring shepherd to be with you?
wherever you are today, at this time, in these situations, for what you're experiencing, if it's that question, then maybe the psalm becomes more of a prayer. As an example, Lord, you are my caring shepherd. You know my situation, and you know what I'm experiencing right now. Though I walk through dark valleys, will you walk with me? Will you lead me to still and calm waters? Will you allow me to rest in green, luscious pastures? That might not be your prayer. What will be the prayer of your heart, mind, and soul? However your heart leads you into prayer, conversation with God, go there. That's what prayer is, by the way. Conversation with God between you and God, Lord, Great Spirit, Creator, Abba, Father, Mother, whatever word you use, caring shepherd for the one who knows you and loves you most and best. I invite you to check out different versions of Psalm 23. I mentioned quite a bit BibleGateway.com because it's easiest because you can put three or four right next to each other. And you don't have to have 50 Bibles on your bookshelf to look at them all for reference. <clears throat> Not that I know anyone. <laughs> I'm glad I drove a separate car today or I might get in trouble. Now most of you think the pastor would be the one that has the 50 Bibles, don't you? Hmm. Talk with the tech guy back there. <laughs> look at it. It's Mother's Day. Be kind to me. <sighs> Look at different versions. Find one that speaks to you, that resonates with you, or find one that challenges you. Hmm. Nan Merrill, I mentioned quite a bit. Here's her version. Oh, my beloved, you are my shepherd. I shall not want. You bring me to green pastures for rest and lead me beside still waters, renewing my spirit. You restore my soul. You lead me in the path of goodness to follow love's way. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow and of death, I am not afraid, for you are ever with me. Your rod and your staff, they guide me. They give me strength and comfort. You prepare a table before me in the presence of all my fears. You bless me with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the heart of the beloved forever. Hmm. 
As we reflect today on the caring shepherd, we recognize that today is Mother's Day. Mother's Day isn't always an easy day for everyone. For those who have lost their mothers or didn't have good experiences with mothers or for many reasons, this day can be difficult. We offer prayers of peace and comfort for all for whom this day is difficult. We rejoice and celebrate with those who rejoice and celebrate. We grieve with those who grieve. And we hold space just for everyone to be where they are on this day. And we recognize that there are mother figures that we celebrate. As Becky listed all kinds, aunts, grandparents, Teachers, there are mother figures in all of us, even all you gentlemen. Because God was both mother and father in many of the qualities. We can all recognize that there's been someone in our lives that has been a role model or a motherly figure. And we have been that for someone, whether or not we have kids of our own. Think about it. You have likely been a role model, a motherly figure for someone. Some of you guys are going, what? Reality. And it's a beautiful thing. I invite you to think of those people who have been carrying figures in your life, who have offered you guidance, protection, restoration, all the different things that are mentioned in today's psalm. Let us remember and honor those who have invested in our lives. Let us give thanks for those persons. If you're online and you want to write in names, please do so. If those people are still with us today, I encourage us all to reach out to them. Let them know that they've made a difference to us. If they're no longer with us in person, we can still tell them thank you. Just two weeks ago when I was at Columbia Seminary, Columbia Theological Seminary, walking around Decatur, Georgia, there's magnolia trees everywhere, and I found myself telling my grandmother thank you because she's from Avondale Estates, she grew up there, and I would see the magnolia trees, and I was like, thank you, Mimo. Thank you for investing in my life. Thank you for the role model of prayer and love and sacrifice you were for me. And truthfully, I know that she hears me. I don't know how she hears me, but the Holy Spirit lets me know that. So I... And where I am with the Holy Spirit, say, let those know, even who passed, tell them thank you. Let them know you recognize what gift they were. I also invite you to think about those people for whom you have been a caring figure, for those for whom you have offered nurture 
guidance, protection, restoration, etc. All those things we find in Psalm 23 today. We give thanks for those opportunities to offer loving and mothering qualities in others' lives. As I reflected on today's message, I realized that what came through in me in preparation was primarily the scripture passage of Psalm 23 in different versions. Over and over again, there was no deeper going into the passage this week. There was no word study. Some of you are saying, thank you. There's no Greek today. That was it. Several scripture versions and a bit of comparing the caring shepherd to what today is. I know that the Holy Spirit speaks to people and gives them what they need from a message. Yet I struggled with the simplicity of today's message until the truth hit me. Because of where I have been this past week, all I could offer was a simple, caring shepherd in its pure form. And that's okay. I can trust the caring shepherd to take what is offered through the Holy Spirit to me and offer whatever message is out there, what I needed, To you, for me, because for me what I needed was to simply be with the caring shepherd in the green pastures to rest and be beside the still waters. Because for those who don't fully know, I walked an unknown journey this past week with my family, trying to honor my family and not giving too much detail. Um, but there was a medical situation this past week and a lot of unknown. There's a huge blessing in the known at this time. But I also walked another with another family through the loss of their loved one. And as I look back, I hadn't done that in quite a while. And uh, that's part of my journey to walk loss and death with people. But I needed just to be with the caring shepherd. And so the caring shepherd walked with me. The caring shepherd renews and restores us, leads and guides us, provides for us and protects us. And I trust that the caring shepherd through the Holy Spirit has a message for each of you today. In closing, I want to share a writing from one of my colleagues, Reverend Steve Garnes Holmes, which is around Psalm 23 as our closing prayer. I know I share from him quite a bit. He speaks to me a lot. So this is what he wrote around Psalm 23. This will be our closing prayer. Will you pray with me? Receive this. Savor the still pastures 
the deep green waters trust and remember them. Stay faithful to the harmonious path and the one who leads you on it. Stay with it, for it leads directly to the valley of the shadow of death, the seed buried, the life laid down, the heart's Golgotha, the cup poured out, overflowing with goodness and mercy all the days of your life. The meadow, the valley, the table. If you hear the voice beneath the silence, this is where it leads you all the days of your life. Amen.